Welcome to the Book Hackers Podcast. I'm Cindy Manier. I'm Tammy Crin, and we are the co-founders of the Book Hackers Club. If you're listening to this, you probably are a self-publisher who's ready to grow your business, and that's exactly why we're here. What is a book hacker, you ask? A book hacker is a self-publisher who is growing their business by creating books that provide value for their target audience while building a sustainable business. We'll cover marketing, branding, sales, and everything in between. If you're ready to fast-track the growth of your self-publishing business, you've come to the right place. Our goal is simple, to help you think and act like an entrepreneur. Every Thursday, we'll share tips and resources designed to help you master all aspects of your self-publishing business while having fun along the way. Ready? Let's start. Welcome to the Book Hacker Show. Today, we're going to talk about how to corner your market. This is such an important topic. I'm Cindy Manier. And I'm Tammy Crin. As book hackers, we want to focus on growing our businesses through our book brands instead of just tossing up books in random niches and hoping they stick. One of the best ways to grow your brand is to corner your market. Right, Cindy? Yes, corner (laughs) your market. Corner your market. One of the best examples of this is Oreo. If you go down the cookie aisle, you're going to see that 20 to 30% of the aisle is donated to Oreo products. They've created dozens of different versions of their Oreo cookie. They have cornered the market on sandwich cookies with a cream filling. This is what you need to do with your book brands. Find a way to corner the market for your micro niche. I love this so much because it's such a great visual. And I try to stay out of the cookie aisle because I love cookies, but you're absolutely right when you're looking at the cookie aisle and all you see is the Oreos at the eye level and how many varieties they have of the Oreo cookie. And when we start thinking about your book, this is exactly what we're talking about is they cornered that market. That's right. And note that they're not trying to corner the entire cookie market. They've niched right. down to very specific micro niche of a cookie market, that being the sandwich cookies with a cream filling. Yeah, exactly. So when you're thinking of micro niching, go into the Oreo cookie aisle, look at what they have, and you see that, yes, they're not dominating every part of the cookie aisle, but they have a pretty good section of Oreo cookies in there with different varieties, whether it's the double stuffed or the single or the minis or the, or the, mint. the vanilla, the mint. I mean, don't get me started on a cookie. Yeah, every different type you can imagine, they have a version of it. And so this is what good. you need to do. You need to become very specific in your micro niche as far as what market you want to corner. Don't try mm-hmm. to corner the women's journal market. That's too broad and too many people. You know, yeah. Like they say, if you're trying to sell to everyone, you end up selling to no one. Yeah, that's always, I love that saying in a way. It's, I mean, it's so true. Yeah, yeah, it is. And The way you're going to corner your market is by creating different things for your target audience. Cornering your market is not taking the same interior and uploading it with a bunch of different covers. I'm going to say that again. Cornering your market is not taking the same interior and uploading it with a bunch of different covers. Doing a I'm two, I'm three, I'm four, I'm five, (laughs) dot, 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 up to I'm a hundred journal is not cornering the market. That is not doing anything for anybody. And KDP is cracking down on that too. And so I would stay away from doing that. That's why we're teaching this is to start creating your market, start creating interiors that are different, covers that are different. And you can still do a low content book, but you have to put effort into it. That's that's right. So for example, if you're creating a planner, you can create a version of it with daily pages. 
a version of it with weekly pages, a version of it with just monthly pages. And these are different versions, but they're all providing something slightly different for your audience. They're completely different interiors. You could also be creating dated versions and undated versions. So that right there gives you half a dozen different ideas for planners. Mm-hmm. Just for planners. Yeah. So if you're afraid that there's not enough ideas or markets out, there's so much you can do with so many things and don't limit yourself to just planners or you can just do variations and all kinds of fun stuff. So really do some diving in and that's what we're sharing with you today. Yeah, that's a good point. So try to create different types of books, not all just the same type, like not just all planners. So if -hmm. your target audience, for example, is preschool moms, You could create a planner for preschool moms. You could create a journal for preschool moms, a memory book for preschool moms. Preschool moms also buy activity books for their kids. So you could create those as well. So Mm -hmm. really only limited by your imagination as to all the different types of books you can create for your particular target audience. Yeah, so... I think those are such good points. We just named one small little micro niche right there. So don't limit yourself. Go online, see what's going on in different niches and just micro niche down and that'll be a huge difference for you in your book market. Do you think it'd be helpful if we talked about the different types of books that they could create, Tammy? Yes, I do. All right. Well, obviously we already talked about planners. Planners are Mm -hmm. a huge category Yeah, they're used by people to stay organized and get things done. And even though there's lots of digital options now for planning, a lot of people still like to have a paper planner. I think you you said you like to have you like to be able to write stuff down, Tammy. Yeah, I do. I think that writing something down it kind of just it sticks in your mind a little differently. So I think people thought digital planning would be a great way, but I think people like to have either both. I know when I was doing weight training, I was doing a new, working with a nutritionist at one point and everything could be online. Like I could have an app just to track all my meals, but actually writing my meals down or even a checklist just to check it off. It was a different feel than in my phone, you know, and I liked having both, but I really think that the people still like to use books. They like to write in the planners. They like to keep things organized that way. And they sometimes use both or just paper. That's it. Yeah, that's right. In fact, sales of paper planners have increased by double just in the past few years in the U.S. So definitely look at adding planners to mm-hmm. your niches, to every single one of them. You can create a planner for pretty much any anything. Any- yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So you could just be in the planner niche, but you can just micro niche into so many different things, whether it's nutrition, whether it's working out, whether it's your job, whether it's a family, whether it's like you said, a preschool mom's planner. You could do preschool, you could do kindergarten, you could do first grade, it could be a half a year, it doesn't have to be a full year. It could be with planners too. I like to do the quarters, three months, and then another three months, and another three months instead of the otherwise the planner gets too heavy. Yeah, that's right. Especially if you're doing daily pages and you can create dated planners, undated planners, event specific planners, planners Mm -hmm. to help people reach their goals. I mean, I think every single one of your brands, you could have a planner for. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree. Another category is journals. People use journals to write down their thoughts, their ideas, their dreams. They also use them to record activities, to practice writing or drawing, and to communicate with other people. Do you like to journal, Tammy? I like to journal. I do it in the morning and 
I just use one page in my journal every day. And it's kind of more of a gratitude journal that I like to use. I write down a couple of the highlights of the day before. And also, like you're saying about people are still using planners, journals, all of these activity books. People think everything's digital, but I have to tell you, I don't see that at all. I go to the gym And people are always writing down their weights that they're using, how long they've been on the treadmill, tracking their water, tracking their food, all kinds of stuff. So there's so much to do. And you'd think it would be all online, but it really isn't. If you look around, you see people writing all the time. And a journal is another one. If you're going through a a nutrition class or anything like that, or weight training, you have to journal how your day is doing. And it's amazing. And people love doing it. So yes, I do use journals. That answers your question. It does. It does. Yeah. I like to journal as well. And uh, similarly, I like to do the gratitude and goals and just Mm -hmm. how your day went type journaling. Do you find it fun to look back at the, I find it fun to go, oh, I forgot I did that when I look back at my journals. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is. It is fun to do that. (laughs) Similar to journals are logbooks. People use logbooks to record and track data related to whatever it is that they're doing. You, know, mm-hmm. you can have car maintenance logbooks. You can have weight loss logbooks, mm-hmm. meal tracking, workout. I mean, almost anything you do, you can have a logbook for that. Yeah. And like I was talking about before, anytime you're doing anything like training or working out or you want to track everything, you can use a logbook and just have a little check boxes. People love them. They do. And another thing people really love are activity books. Mm -hmm. In activity books, you can have all kinds of different types of games, puzzles, coloring pages, and they're always popular. People are always going to be wanting them and they're always going to buy them. And you can especially create these with a theme that's going to resonate with your target audience. And that's the key there is don't just create generic activity books find a way to make them specific to your brands, to your target audiences that you're already selling books to. Yeah, that's true. I know you're probably not going to talk about it, but you do have a tool. And let's talk about a little bit about the Adudo book creator tool that you can do these activity books and make it easier. If you're not familiar with Cindy's product that she has, the Adudo book creator tool, Tell them a little bit about that, Cindy. I think it'd be a good time. Uh, Yeah, I do have. I know you're shy about it. I know you want to talk about it. So, All right. Yeah, I have a tools website called Aduda Book Creator. It offers a bunch of different tools to help you create activity books. There's a dot to dot tool where you can upload an image and create a dot to dot for art. You can create crossword puzzles. You can create Sudoku and Wordduku, word searches, word scramble, mazes. It's amazing. Bingo. I mean, I have a whole (laughs) bunch of people keep asking me to add things and I'm a softie. So I add everything that they ask. Well, the reason I wanted to bring that up too, because it will make it so much easier for you to create these books. I know when I didn't know about your tool you think it's so overwhelming games or puzzles or coloring, but it's like, how do I do that? And your tool makes it just so easy. And so I'm always love using a do book creator tool. So yes, I love oh, it. Thank you, Tammy. I'm so glad that you like it. It does make it easy <laughs> to create these things. I like yeah. to be able to push a button and have it created for me. I think a yeah. lot of other people do too. Well, I think that's the thing. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I think it is overwhelming when you think about trying to create these books like that activity book, a coloring book, game books, puzzles, all that stuff. It does get overwhelming. So just know there's tools out there and obviously Cindy has a do-do book creator tool and I highly suggest checking out. We'll put in the show notes for you and you can link right to it. 
Exactly. And also don't forget to create holiday theme books for all Mm. of your brands. For the main holidays like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, Easter, you should have books for related to those holidays for each one of your target audiences. And you might even want to think about looking at some of the lesser known holidays like Hanukkah, Mm -hmm. for example, and you might be more successful with those because there's not as many people creating for them. Right. But definitely don't forget to create holiday themed books as part of your cornering the market. That's all true. I think that's such good advice for sure. And uh, I think that cornering the market, there's so much you can do and it's such a fun thing. Yeah. So go around and look at what other people are doing online. Can you improve on it? Can you add another holiday that isn't as as popular, but it's still, there's still people who celebrate and don't be too shy to create different types of books from different holidays. Yeah. And don't limit yourself to one type of book at a time. So take calendar pages, add recipe pages, add journaling pages, whatever's going to be of interest to your target audience. Try to think of something unique you can create for them that they're going to love And that's unique to you and that nobody else has. And that's where the true success is going to lie. When you're able to do that, that's Mm -hmm. that's the book that's going to take off. Yeah, absolutely. So corner your market and we will look forward to hearing all about your success. If you want to learn more about how to go about cornering your market, this is the October theme of the Book Hackers Club. We would invite you to come join our club. Just go to bookhackers.us, click on the Book Hacker Club on the top right-hand corner. There's a big blue button and you can get all the information Mm -hmm. on joining us. Yeah, so we'd love to see you in the club. We dive deeper into these topics. We're just giving you some ideas to think about. But if you want to dive in deeper, join us in the Book Hackers Club. We'd love to show you all the things that we've learned from our experience. And it's a fun place to be. So hang out with us. Yeah, we'd love to see you there. Thanks for listening today and bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Join Cindy and Tammy each week for tips to help grow your self-publishing business. Don't forget to like and follow us on social media, as well as share with others who could benefit from our advice. Our website is bookhackers.us.